0: New Vision is a church that is about guiding people to lives of gospel transformation. Whether this is your first time listening with us, or you're a regular listener, we're so happy that you're here. Monday through Friday, we release a podcast studying through a book of the Bible. Right now, we've focused our attention to the Gospel of John again. We're happy that you're here. We know God's going to do something great. Today we have with us our prison ministry pastor, Steve Austin. Hello, everyone. This is Steve Austin, and I am bringing you today's podcast from John 18, verses 12 through 40. We are actually jumping in on a story that's already unfolding. Jesus is with the disciples in the Garden of Gethsemane. And the mob of officials from the chief priest and the Pharisees arrive with Judas Iscariot, who betrayed Christ and is leading them in this moment to arrest him and take him away to be crucified. Peter stands up for Jesus and cuts off the ear of one of the soldiers. And this is where we pick up in verse 12. Then the detachment of soldiers with its commander and the Jewish officials arrested Jesus. They bound him and brought him first to the father-in-law of Caiaphas, the high priest that year. Caiaphas was the one who had advised the Jewish leaders that it would be good if one man died for the people. Simon Peter and another disciple were following Jesus because this disciple was known to the high priest He went in with Jesus into the high priest's courtyard, but Peter had to wait outside at the door. The other disciple, who was known to the high priest, came back, spoke to the servant girl on duty there, and brought Peter in. You aren't one of those man's disciples too, are you? She asked Peter. He replied, I am not. It was cold, and the servants and the officials stood around a fire that they had made to keep warm. Peter also was standing with them warming himself. Meanwhile, the high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and about his teaching. I have spoken openly to the world, Jesus replied. I always taught in synagogues or at the temple where all the Jews come together. I said nothing in secret, so why question me? Ask those who heard me, surely they know what I said. When Jesus said this, one of the officials nearby slapped him in the face. Is this the way you answer a high priest, he demanded? If I said something wrong, Jesus replied, Testify as to what it is. But if I spoke a truth, then why did you strike me? Then Anais sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Meanwhile, Simon Peter was standing there warming himself still. So they asked him, You aren't one of those disciples, too, are you? He denied it again, saying, I am not. <clears throat> One of the high priest's servants, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, challenged him. Didn't I see you with him in the garden again for the third time, I'll add? Peter denied it, and at that moment, a rooster began to crow. Then the Jewish leaders took Jesus from Caiaphas to the palace of the Roman governor. But now it was early morning, and to avoid ceremonial uncleanliness they did not enter the palace because they wanted to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate came out to them and asked, what charges are you bringing against this man? If you were not a criminal, they replied, we would not have handed them over to you. Pilate said, take him yourselves and judge him by your own law. But we have no right to execute anyone, they objected. This took place to fulfill what Jesus said about the kind of death he was going to die. Pilate then went back into the palace, summoned Jesus, and asked him, "'Are you the king of the Jews?' "'Is that your own idea?' Jesus asked, "'or did others talk to you about me?' "'Am I a Jew?' Pilate replied. "'Your own people and chief priests handed you over to me. "'What is it that you've done?' Jesus said. "'My kingdom is not of this world. "'If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. "'But now my kingdom is from another place.'" You are a king then, Pilate said. Jesus answered, you say that I'm a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into this world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. What is truth, retorted Pilate. With this, he went out again to the Jews, gathered there and said, I find no basis to charge him with. But this is your custom for me to release to you one prisoner at the time of the Passover. Do you want me to release the king of the Jews they shouted back, "No, not him! Give us Barabbas." Now, <clears throat> that's a long section of scripture, so um, I really just just want to bring out one simple thing that jumped out to me in the text. You know, here's Peter and Judas; these are two characters that are uh, that that are creating some uh, a little bit of activity here, and I want to compare and contrast the two of these. Matthew 26, 34 says, I tell you the truth, Jesus answered this very night before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. So um, Peter was on the backside of responding to something that Jesus had said in front of his disciples, that one of you will disown me and betray me. And you know Peter immediately stepped in and said, hey, man, <laughs> not me. Somebody else might, but not this cat. I am. I'm with you, man. I got your back. And Jesus said, you know what? Um, Before the rooster crows, you're going to deny me three times. And that's exactly what we just read about here. So as we compare and contrast Peter and Judas, what I want to do is I want to just show you the difference that hope played in both of their lives. And I want to show you how there's so many similarities and how Peter chose hope and Judas chose despair. So let's talk about their action, okay? So both of them acted out of rebellion. The sin of rebellion Peter experienced, he was moved by fear. He denied Christ three times. Judas experienced the exact same action, a sin of rebellion, but his was moved by desire. Peter's was moved by fear. Judas was moved by desire. He chose to... to sell Jesus to the chief priest. Peter denied Christ three times. Judas sold Jesus to the, to the high priest, to the chief priest. Peter and Judas both rebelled against God's plan. Peter out of fear. Jesus, uh, Judas out of his own desire. Okay, um, so that's their action. Let's talk about their motivation. Both of them were motivated by selfishness. Peter was looking out for his own physical well-being. Judas motivated by selfishness, was looking out for his own financial well-being. Peter was driven by conviction brought on by the Holy Spirit, which brought hope. His hope was still intact in spite of his action. Judas, on the other hand, was driven by guilt. Peter was driven by fear, led by the Holy Spirit, Judas was driven by guilt, led by the enemy, which caused hope to be deferred. His heart became sick due to himself and his actions. Proverbs thirteen twelve: hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Matthew 26, when Judas, who had betrayed Jesus, saw that he was condemned, he was seized with remorse. He returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders. I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. What is that to us? They replied, that is your responsibility. It was too late. So Judas, verse 5, threw the money into the temple and left, and he went away and hanged himself. So what's the result? The result that conviction from the Holy Spirit brought in Peter's life is life and restoration. The result that his own despair brought to Judas through guilt, shame, and condemnation condemnation was death and suicide. Now I want to read real quick Mark 16, 1 through 7. We're talking about Peter here. And I want to bring one more point out. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, the mother of Mary and James, and Salome brought spices so that they might go and anoint Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb and they asked each other, who will roll away from this, this stone from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You're looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who was crucified. <laughs> he has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid where they laid him. But go and tell his disciples and Peter. Let me say that again. But go tell his disciples and Peter. He is going ahead of you into into Galilee. There you will see him just as he had told you. Now, here's my question. Why do you think Jesus said, go tell the disciples and Peter? Here's why. Jesus knew Peter's heart, and he wanted Peter to experience the fullness of his grace even after denying him and never having a chance to make it right before he was crucified. Mm. Now, listen, I want you to get this. Peter and Judas both made huge mistakes. Both were forgivable sins, but only Peter held on to the hope in his heart after his actions. Peter was driven by conviction and grace, led by the Holy Spirit, spirit which led him to repentance. Judas was driven by guilt, shame, and condemnation, tools the enemy uses, which led him to commit suicide. Hope was destroyed In his life, hope brought life and repentance to Peter. Judas lost all hope and thought he was too far gone to be restored. Listen, this is so often what happens when we continually look at how desperate our circumstances seem in the moment without looking into the face of God and truth in the midst of a tough time. What if God were allowing your specific circumstances to bring us to a place where we experience the exact amount of pressure needed to force us to look to Him and need His grace in our time of failure? Mm. Let me tell you something. No matter where you have been, No matter what you have done, no matter what has been done to you, God's grace is sufficient in your time of need. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Join us tomorrow as we continue through the Gospel of John. See you guys then.